Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, happy Monday. Welcome to uh, Maintenance Mondays, where I go live in the maintenance group on Mondays. Uh, so if you've got any questions, load them up. It is the, uh, it's a long weekend here in Canada, so I don't know how busy we're going to be today, but I have a great post from Valerie. Remember, if you're in the maintenance group and you can't make a live live but you have some topics or a question for me you can pop into the group on monday add it to the poster board for the live segment and i'll make sure i add it to the list so in the next couple weeks no doubt we're going to have some new members uh rolling into the group um with the spring summer program winding down uh no doubt there'll be some members who are ready to have that maintenance conversation so let me just remind you too that we do have that whole maintenance guide the four stages of finally and forever we're going to be building on that as we go the first stage obviously lose your weight which you're assuming that you have done if you're in the group however we've also been kind of promoting uh that people it's a good idea for people to join the maintenance group while they're working on their weight loss journey kind of like you're in the car you are driving to finally and forever disneyland that destination of reaching your goal and to me being in the maintenance group or listening to these maintenance conversations it's kind of like having a map to the park right like you're you're driving and you have that you know where you're going and you're making a plan once you get there and if there's one thing that we've learned over the last year since we've started this maintenance group I said there's a lot more to it than we ever thought <laughs> it's one thing to lose your weight in a healthy way uh, physically but mentally is a whole other ball game and you know you can get to a place where you're happy with your weight you've reached your goal you feel amazing but you're still like learning to trust yourself still trying to get to understand what maintenance looks like and feels like to you so uh, lots of conversations to be had so that's that first stage of uh, finally and forever is losing your weight second stage is solidifying your weight and we know we have a a variety of people in the group working on different stages and phases um, that second stage is all about putting the time into making your new weight your new norm to allow your body to get used to your new weight to create a set point around your new weight so that when you do start indulging and kind of challenging your body um, it's with minimal impact and you really understand what's normal in terms of fluctuation so that's usually about two to three months however what we're also learning is not about how quickly you lost your weight in terms of equating the time in maintenance sometimes when you lose your weight quite quickly you have to spend more time in maintenance kind of working through that mental part of it where what we're learning from our focus groups is people who've spent more time in the weight loss program working towards reaching their goals they're solidifying their weight along the way and then when it comes to that third stage kind of testing the waters they're getting a real sense of you know just sort of where they're at with all the groups they've done whereas somebody who's lost their weight a little quicker might have to actually spend more time in one of those maintenance stages and then of course the fourth stage is that wake up look good feel good go about your day just live your life where you're trusting when to eat what to eat and how much to eat so we're going to be breaking those downs regardless of where you're at in the program remember that you can pop into the support group at any time and ask any questions that you have okay 
So I have Valerie today. I am so sorry for another long one. I <laughs> type as much as I talk. Listen, never apologize. I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I love to ask questions and I love it when people are advocate for themselves. So I'm here. Let's talk it out. Let's chat it out. Okay. Hello, all. And Gina. Okay. I've been laying low lately and really focused on this mental game. I definitely am one of the ones that did the A-type mechanics, crushed the loss, but now am unraveling a lifelong of diet BS. Okay, I love this already. My main triggers are the scale and feeling my clothes being a bit tight. If it's up or my clothes start to feel a bit snug, I panic that I'm gaining, even though I know all the reasons the scale can be up. And yes, it fluctuates and comes down a bit, but it never comes down to my feel-good point within five pounds of my lowest low where I felt my best. I spent nine months of maintaining within that five pounds, and then the holidays of 2022 hit. I went up a few more, and I'm struggling a bit to return to that zone. Okay, so this is where I would say, what happened in 2022? right and I know that you've been dealing with a bit of stress so a lot of times people look to what they're eating what they're drinking right when in reality it could be your stress your stress combined with hormones um, your stress combined with digestive issues which can come on because of stress like so many other reasons right so definitely look to four reasons why your weight might be slower it's smooth. that conversation that we have with dr paul is a two-part series you can find it over on the podcast if you don't have access to the support groups it's really it's really important even though you have already lost your weight and you're working through maintenance at any time you can start having hormonal issues digestive issues dealing with inflammation, um, you know, um, you know, issues with food sensitivities could be one that pop up too, just kind of out of the blue. Something like allergies as well. So time of year, you could be dealing with allergies. Anytime the body's kind of struggling, so that's where you really want to look. In my experience, a lot of times people look at the food and the water and back on track and food and the water and back on track, when in reality, it's a bunch of other things that you have going on or something a little bit more serious that's causing an underlying issue, which is making a lot easier for you to not only maintain your weight, but also feel your best. Because if you are making good food choices and you're drinking your water and you're taking your supplements and you're maximizing in terms of trying to manage your stress and manage your sleep and you're not feeling so hot, there could definitely be something else going on. Okay, here's where I'm at. My personal miss was not hearing Gina and team say that we could maintain as high as 10 pounds above the goal, which actually can be quite a lot on a lower base. 122 is your lowest low. Okay, so this is where while you're trying to lose your weight, you're living a life where you are trying to see your lowest low. You are maximizing your ass off. You are mindful of every food choice that you're making. You are working to be as consistent as possible, hitting all your meals and snacks. You're making them nutrient rich. You're asking the four questions when it comes to those portion sizes, right? So you plus you're maximizing doing all of those things. So that's where once you are no longer doing that and you are just living your life, your set point or in your case, your lowest low, you're going to fluctuate anywhere between five and 10 pounds above that. Just adding in carbs, for example, like breads and pastas that are not going to actually cause you to gain real weight. But when you have them, your body retains a, a lot more water in order to process and digest them. So for example, my weight usually 119, but I will fluctuate throughout the month as high as 130, 132 even, uh, especially in the summertime with the heat. And that's just on the regular. Now you guys know I've been dealing with some health issues, massive major stress in my life, dealing with some hormone issues, and I had to run a course of a couple antibiotics due to some digestive issues that I was experiencing in October. I am still trying to find my way back from that, which brings me back to 
it, it what uh, December or what it was at the holidays of 2022, right? So what was there a defining thing, a certain amount of stress that you were under that's just taking you a while to bounce back, right? Okay, um, so here's where I'm at. My personal miss was not hearing Gina and the team say that we could maintain as high as 10 pounds above the goal, which actually could be quite a lot on a lower base, 122. I guess I thought it would not be me. Well, of course it's you, it's everybody. You can't, you can't stop fluctuations on the scale because they happen for so many reasons, right? Um, but it is, despite me staying close to the plan's grocery list and still not incorporating any pastas, rice, heavier carbs or desserts. Okay. So this right here, Valerie, could be part of your issue, right? Like breads, pastas, you know, those heavier carbs, um, that you're adding in, you, 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 your body needs those heavier carbs, especially those grains, rices, quinoas, whatnot, because your metabolism is so much higher. So if you're not giving your body the nutrients it needs, and that means not only proteins and fats, but also carbohydrates that could be your issue where you're not giving your body what it needs especially if you're trying to like stick to the plan and you're following any type of plan right so let me read that again I guess I thought it would not be me, but despite me staying close to the plan's grocery list and st the well, bread is on there, right? Especially when you're you're in, rolling into maintenance with where you're at. Ezekiel bread, darker, denser bread, um, pastas, rices, heavier carbs or and desserts. I've been following the lost plans all along since losing to solidify and then trying testing the waters around the holidays and panicked a bit when the scale went up to a new range. Well, okay. Well, over the holidays is a little different than having some rice, some potatoes, some quinoa. I don't know what you were indulging in. It could have been alcohol. It could have been high sugar foods, right? So not probably over the holidays, what you ate and how you ate, plus your stress levels, probably a little different than your day to day. So my concern is constantly following a program and a plan, right? Like not like, especially if you're in, in you're trying to maintain, but you're eating like you're trying to lose. You want to be mindful of that because it's all about the giving the body what it needs. And if the body doesn't have enough coming in, your body's going to, you might feel the need to store, right? Okay, um, let me keep reading. Uh, tried testing the waters around the holidays and panicked a bit when the scale went to a new high range in the loss group now I am still working to lose I am not wishy-washy on that I have been all in ever since I started maybe my body's just too comfy comfy there now no don't 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 blame it on your body because it's not that your body's too comfy so if you are back trying to lose right and your weight's not moving, but you got yourself down to 122, what's going on with you? Like, this is where you have to say what's going on, because there's no reason. Remember, you lost that weight, got down to 122 by being super healthy, right? You're eating consistently throughout the day, nutrient-rich meals, you're drinking your water, adding in supplements, you know, whatever it was that you were doing. Now, your body's needs now might be different than what you did the first time around in order to lose weight. So don't be stuck on what you did last time, really be in tune with where you're at. If you're following along the weight loss group and you're not losing, this is where I would look to what the heck is going on. Because it's not about where your body's happy. If you have weight to lose, you have weight to lose, you know? Uh, a few weeks ago, I posted the freak out about having to purchase the next clothing size up, but I on but only I know that number. My family was here last week and congratulated me on maintaining my weight loss and how great I look. Well, this is where I say, I've been maintaining my weight for 30 years. I carry jeans in two different sizes, the lower range and upper range, because it's just so normal for my weight to fluctuate. That's life. That's never going to change. Hormones throughout the month, stressful periods of time, you know, different changes in the weather. My weight in the summertime tends to be a lot higher. Um, I'm just really, you know, um, sensitive to, to the heat, right? 
So, so that can, can, that can change. My family was here last week and congratulated me on maintaining my weight loss and how great it looked. They didn't know my shorts were one size up, but I did. My scale has yet to go above the 10 pound range. Trust Gina. Okay. So here I am in the home stretch of moving beyond the next mental trigger, one mental trigger at a time. As we discussed in my previous lives, I feel like I was fighting, but I can't figure it out. I did join the current loss group to get back to where I feel good. And yes, I lost a few, but I'm not back to that within the five pound range of my lowest low yet. So you don't want to just join. It sounds like you don't want to just join that group to feel good. You want to join that group to hit a certain weight. So you got to show up like you can't be wishy. I'm not saying you are being wishy-washy about it. But did you sign up to feel good or have you signed up to reach a certain number, right? Like the, there's a big difference in how you're showing up depending on how you view what you're trying to do, right? I did join the current uh, loss group to get back to where I feel good. And yes, I lost a few, but I'm not back to within the five pound range of my lowest low yet. Yeah. Did you join it to feel good or did you join it to reach your lowest low? What? Which one? You know what I mean? Which one? I absolutely know that I feel my best being within five pounds of that number. So my new goal has been a number a bit lower than my last goal to live in that 10 pound fluctuation, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure it does. We talk about this all the time, right? You see your lowest low, you're gonna sit about five, 10 pounds above that. So if you have obvious weight to lose, you, there's no reason why you can't go for a little bit more. I can't go. Uh, so my current plan is um, I've joined the fall group. However, I've decided that I will continue my journey transitioning in the next few weeks to personalize the plan to get that last bit of weight off and continue the mental work in this area. I honestly think I need to switch it up. Um, yeah, it sounds like yes, because you're stuck on no carbs. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you might need to add those heavier carbs in with where your body's at at this point, functioning nice high metabolism, probably being more active than you normally are. It seems like you're stuck on what you did the first time to lose weight. It's kind of like that fresh eyes post. Every time you do the program, you want to come in there with fresh eyes. You're bringing a whole new body to the table, right? Um, I don't know how long you've been losing your, you've been maintaining your weight for at this point, but I'm assuming it's been quite a while. So your body probably has changed quite a bit and has different needs at this point. You're just different. So my current plan is this. I joined the fall group. However, I decided that I will continue my journey transitioning in the, in the next few weeks to personalize the plan to get that last bit of weight off and continue the mental work in this area. I honestly think I need to switch it up. I'm definitely blocked in some manner mentally as I'm 100% on the loss plans and crushing them. So I'm pretty confident this head trip is the blocker. I've ruled out so many other things. Yeah, it could be, but also I think you really need to kind of reassess where you're at and where you're at now and meet yourself where you're at now, right? I honestly believe that starting my first Weight Watchers, uh, Weight Trimmers group at 19, then years and years of Weight Watchers and Jenny Craig have definitely effed me up big time. I am unraveling all of that past mental BS, the fear of the scale of eating nuts, good fat. Okay, so are you adding in enough fats, nuts and good fat? Do you see what I'm saying in here? Um, and even indulging, I still freak out mentally. That's the effing points and the WW bullshit. Yeah, I totally get that, right? Um, I am in the best place ever to keep going to crush this. Thank you, Gina, Odette, Kim, and the community and the entire Gina support team for your continued support of my crazy mental game. I hope this makes sense. Maintenance is work for sure, right? But I love it. I've never experienced working on this part. So thanks. So thankful for this group and having this forum. You have no idea. Okay. First of all, I love you, Valerie, because you always do the, the major straight up in-depth personal shares. And I think so many people get to benefit from that. So you've been on quite the journey and it, it seems a little 
messy and mucky. If I think about your journey, we've had a lot of conversations with you, right? And so I think it's to a point where you maybe can't see the forest from the trees. And this is where you kind of need to maybe take a step back and kind of reassess. And this is where I'm saying, go back in with where you are at now right with where you are at now um even those four questions when it comes to your portion sizes right really be in tune to that like if you've been eating you know two eggs for breakfast every single day for the last few months when you know some days you might be in tune to the fact that you're not hungry at all and you might you might want to skip breakfast and then other days you know you might need three eggs right um the amount of water that you're drinking for example we can get really stuck on how much water we drank before while we're losing and maybe we don't need that much water this time around or maybe it's a different season and you need even more water. Um, also look to the supplements, right? When you first lost your weight and went through that supplement list, you know, maybe you're a few years younger, maybe your stress levels were a little different, maybe your environment is a little different. Like if you've never added electrolytes to your water before, it might be a good time to start. If you haven't had your blood work done in a while because you lost your weight, you went to your doctor, they said you, you know, you, you, you know, you're all good. Maybe check in, see where you're at. Maybe your vitamin D levels are dropped because you weren't drops because you weren't supplementing in the winter time. Um, maybe. You need to add in some B12. Maybe with the stress that you've been under, if you're having a hard time kind of rebounding from that, you might want to add in some adrenal support, you know? So so that's where I would take a look at those supplements. How are your bowel movements? You know, where are they at? Let's like break it down and start with the basics, right? What's going on there? Are you going, the, are you going like once, twice a day or is it every other day? Have you seen a change in that? What about your sleep? What about how you're feeling when you wake up in the morning, right? Are you waking up feeling well rested or are you still kind of tired? Have you changed your sleep cycles, right? Are you still going to bed at the same time that you've been going to bed for the last I don't know how, how long um, what about the timing that you're eating your foods right especially in the summertime the days are a lot longer um, you know, if you're still eating at five o'clock, maybe you need to push that a little bit later. Um, are you adding in bonus snacks, for example? Um, if you're following along in the weight loss program and maybe you're kind of sticking to those set snacks, but with your metabolism much higher, your body could really benefit from adding in bonus snacks, but maybe you've never added in bonus snacks before. So you feel like, you know, you don't need, you don't need them now because you didn't add them in before, right? What are your hunger levels like? You know, are you having certain cravings? You know, are you kind of feeding into the amount of protein that you need maybe you need more maybe you need less what about your fat right have you added in an omega-3 supplement it's such a simple thing that you can do without enough good fat coming in your body can be reluctant to like let go of the fat and if you are mindful of, of fat or fearful I should say of getting fat in it could be that you're not getting enough right so this is where I would kind of clean slate it and like, yes, bring forward everything that you've learned up to this point in terms of where you're at uh, and being in tune with your body's needs. But I would, I would clean, I would clean slate the whole thing and kind of reassess your situation with where you are at. Start with your why. Like, why are you doing this? To feel good or to hit a certain number on the scale? Because you're right. You're the only person at the end of the day who knows the number on the scale. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you, if you feel good, then what does the scale matter, right? Do you have a visible amount of weight that you that you can lose, right? Then know that there's no reason why you can't lose that. Um, assess your movement. Have you been exercising? Are you pounding the shit out of your body and you're exercising like every day, you know, trying to just kind of make this happen, control the situation, and you're not giving your body adequate rest, right? Like that's, you need to give your body some downtime to repair and rebuild, or you can get into a sense of, of overtraining, you know? So, um, um, there's a lot to there's a lot to think about and break down and consider. And I would kind of go through that maximizing post. I know Odette posted in the maintenance group. 
maximizing back on track. But if you have access to the support group, go into that maximizing post and just kind of reassess your situation. Not just like, are you drinking enough water? Am I drinking the right amount for my needs, right? Whereas you would have been like, yeah, I'm drinking enough. I'm drinking the same amount that I drank last time. That hasn't changed, but maybe it does need to change, right? So those small little things, like if you feel stuck, you're probably stuck. If you feel like it's a fight, then it's a fight. And if you feel like you're fighting yourself, that could be because you're not actually in tune to giving your body what it needs, especially in terms of those carbohydrates. You don't want to be afraid of carbohydrates because they may need, they may be the ticket that you need. Maybe you're not getting enough fiber in your diet, right? Fiber can, fiber can be a ticket, especially if your bowel movements are a little off, right? Adding in a probiotic, maybe, or adding in a prebiotic, something you haven't done before, right? But it could be a benefit. So quite, quite a bit there that I've given you to kind of go through and assess and uh, take into consideration. <laughs> Just all that. <laughs> Just all that, right? So that's a lot. So that's what I would do. Because if you're trying to think past, 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 it gets a little, like I said, it gets a little mucky. You kind of just got to like fresh eyes it, fresh eyes it, um, you know, kind of assess your situation now, pull up that maximizing post and meet your body's needs where they're at. I question everything that you're doing, right? And you'll feel it in your soul. Am I, you know, am I drinking enough water? Am I drinking too much water? Am I just into this routine or actually am I making an effort really to take it to the next level and be in tune with what my body actually needs, you know? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, I know it's more about the number on the scale, but number is my check it. It's what I'm comfortable with, uh, with, with, is that so wrong? Um, I don't know. I mean, listen, it's, but it just like, let's, it's not so wrong, but break it down, right? It's just a fucking piece of metal on the ground that you're stepping on and only, you know, the number. So why does it mean anything at the end of the day? Why is a certain number more motivating you more motivating for you than how you feel for example right and a lot of times we're we're chasing some number on the scale when in reality we feel great we 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 feel good we look good we're happy but and it's all about how you feel when you get on that scale like are you using it if what happens when the scale is up are you punishing yourself are you getting it all like there's one thing to say check yourself before you wreck yourself but you don't need a scale to do that to me the scale is still a tool right The the scale is a tool while trying to lose weight it can also be a tool while trying to maintain weight just by helping you understand what what fluctuations are normal for you what maintenance looks like and feels like to you but how are you using the scale are you using it as a measure of success are you using it to shame yourself and berate yourself when that number changes or are you just focused like do you get on that scale in the morning and it dictates how you feel right 
Like that it's something to be learned from that. If you're getting on the scale and it's dictating how you feel, I mean, that can be great for bringing up issues and associations that you have tied into that scale. Because let's let's face it, a lot of us have uh, issues and associations tied into that scale. But are you following it through with the mental part of that? What why am I thinking like this? What is going on? Why is this? Why is the scale bothering me? Why is this number messing with me? Why am I in a mood now because I got on the scale and it's up a couple pounds when in reality, you know, it's not real weight gain, right? Like, that's the thing. So it's not that anything is right or wrong. It's just like, you don't want to have to, you don't want to do weird shit once you've lost your weight for the rest of your life. And that includes getting on a scale every day, right? You got to get to a point where you got to ditch the scale. You got to, you got to, you got to get to that point. Um, You know, like use it for as long as you need. But to me, you got to get to a point where you got to get off that scale. Hi, Gina. Can other vinegars with a mother be used in place of apple cider vinegar? Uh, For example, pumpkin vinegar. I really don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I've never heard of pump. I just, it's so funny you said vinegar because I'm like cleaning my stove before I came down here and I have like, you know, when you're cleaning the little like vents at the top, I got, I smell like vinegar. Um, Maybe, I would imagine if it's got that good bacteria in it, that I'm going to go Google that. I'm going to, I'm going to go see, I'll get back to you on that one. I'll get back to you on that one. Um, Great, great to be reminded of the expected fluctuations in maintenance. Yeah, it's a real conversation because your weight is always going to fluctuate. Like I said, I, I have jeans in two different sizes. That's just kind of norm. You're you're going to have seasons when your weight goes up, when it comes back down, you're going to have like, my weight can fluctuate 10 pounds within a month, easy. My weight can go up 10 pounds after a weekend, depending on what I've indulged. It's just, you have to remember too, that your body's not trying to make you fat. And unless you're making obvious choices that are going to cause your body to actually gain weight, usually long periods of time without eating, usually high stress, usually lack of sleep, those factors kind of feed into more than a few bites of bits here or there. But I mean, you'll know, right? If you're eating chips in bed every night, you're eating burgers and fries all day long, and then you're, you know, going long periods of time without eating, you're not drinking your water, and you're never eating leafy greens or a vegetable or a fruit or any of those things, you'll know, right? But usually the reason why you've gained so much weight over the years is because all the diets you've done have tanked your metabolism. So after doing the program, you're working on increasing your metabolism, having your body work at more optimal levels. And that's where you got to make sure that you're actually feeding into that and not taking away, taking away, taking away. Sometimes when we get in maintenance, we try to get into this control situation. We're kind of trying to stick to one number and control what's happening. And if that's your mentality, you're you're kind of not getting it, right? It's all about just being in tune. You want to get to a place where you're calm, where you wake up, you look good, you feel good. You don't need you don't need to count, weigh, measure, or get on a scale to know how you feel, you know? Um, first maintenance live. Hi, still working on my own to lose. 22 pounds down, eight to go. I have not moved in weight in the last uh, two months, but the compliments on how I'm looking is amazing. When I was younger, people always commented on how skinny I was. And after two kids and an IUD, people on a regular basis would uh, ask me if I was expecting. Oh, lovely. Love hearing the conversations as to what's to come. Yeah, I mean, solidifying your weight, that's kind of what you're doing, right? You've lost your weight. If the weight hasn't lose, if you haven't lost much while you're actively working towards it, chances are your body's taking this time to really solidify your weight. So make sure you're really all in, kind of push it a little bit because sometimes the body can get to the, this is great, I feel amazing, love what's happening, spending time changing, repairing, rebuilding. And yes, you want to be patient and give your body time to adjust to your new weight. But then at the same time, you got to kind of dig a little bit deeper. You're going to dive in a little bit more, just kind of 
take things to the next level a little bit, right? Especially when it comes to asking those four questions. Hi, Valerie. Thank you, Gina. So many great new nuggets to explore. I'm definitely going to clean slate it and uh, reassess. I love this so much. I think I'm definitely stuck doing what worked and changing it up maybe what I need. I have some aha moments for sure. Thank you always. I'll definitely be checking back. Yeah, keep me posted. Let me know where you're at, right? That's the sense I get from you is this kind of little muddled, little mucky, doing a lot of things, but you kind of want to refocus and meet yourself where you're at. Your body's on your side, right? It wants this just as much as you do. Like if you are not feeling confident and comfortable when you wake up, every day chances are there's something a little off so you got a few different avenues and different paths that you go to try to figure it out but you know that we're here for you we're here for you uh trying to get the idea of trying to get over the idea of not weighing all the time and fully in maintenance weird as i used to hate getting on it no concerns went up or down but leaving it behind will be interesting yeah I mean, it's great. I mean, you, you use it as a tool, right? To help you lose your weight. You're using it as a tool while you're in maintenance. I think that's really important to understand normal fluctuations, your patterns, um, you know, what you're sensitive to. Maybe it's the heat. So in the summertime, you know, your weight's up a little bit higher. Maybe it's salty food. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's working out. I know when I work out, my weight is easily up three pounds the next day, you know, so just kind of getting a sense of what's normal for you and just trying to get really kind of get to know yourself in maintenance. And if the scale helps you with that, then that's that's totally cool right it's just you gotta you have to assess your relationship not only with yourself but with your scale and how your scale is dictating how you feel and how you're kind of approaching whether you're in you're, you're looking to lose weight or solidify your weight or you're testing the waters or you know you're living your life but I never owned a scale, gosh, for years until I, um, probably for 20 years, probably 25. God, I'm getting fucking old. <laughs> All the years are kind of uh, combining into one just big one, blah. Um, but I didn't have a scale for years until I started dating Tony, which is, we've been together for seven years now, and he had a scale at his place. Um, and I remember getting on it one day and just like, oh, and so he kind of brought it with him, I guess. So it's in our bathroom. I'll get on it every now and then, but I don't need a scale to tell me where I'm at if I've been indulging, right? <laughs> like, I don't need that. I just know, I just know. Hi, Shannon. I know uh, from being laid up, I ate more of the things from boredom, boredom and a pity party. Yeah, for sure. But the non-scale victory is that it, it was more nuts and nut butters, not pastas, donuts, cookies. This is this is a win. So habits change for sure. Now I just need to scale it back a bit. I feel okay about it. And I noticed the drop in the amounts of water I drank and I'm aware of it and will adjust. Yeah, I mean, even this, right? Like being sick, you're going to have things happen to you um, where, you know, you, you may not be able to be as active. So then you have to kind of adjust to that, right? Like you can't keep eating the way that you've been eating if you're not as active as you normally are. And that's where really getting in tune with your body's changing needs on a day-to-day -day basis, right? Some days you're extra hungry, some days not. So when, you're, when your situation changes, like your activity that you're doing, you want to adjust to that, right? Um, but but also there is something to be said than how you use food. So you're having a bit of a pity party, you want to indulge, this sucks, you know, food makes you feel good. You know, that's what kind of makes this complicated because we do use food for so many things, for coping, for showing love, to bond over to you know what celebrate we use food for so many things and that's why you kind of have to kind of reset all of that so this is an opportunity you were challenged right you know what you did you know what works for you, you know what didn't work for you maybe in hindsight again if you were ever in a very similar situation you wouldn't be indulging so much but the fact that you did choose at least to make an effort to make foods that made you feel better and not worse that's a massive win that's a massive win that's a massive win um i can't believe how quickly that time went by my goodness uh 
Um, I am going to be back. I think on Thursday I will be uh, joining you guys for Way and Wednesday. I might go see a friend of mine um, who is not doing so well. Uh, but I should be back in time for that. But um, remember with these Mondays, right? So there's that poster card that we add in the morning. So if you want me to go through what I did for you uh, with what I did for Valerie today, you know, add your comments. Even if it's a big, long story, put it out there. I'm happy to read it, happy to work through through it with you guys. It's one of my favorite things to do is to chat it out. Um, have an amazing day, everyone. I hope that you are enjoying the long weekend. Uh, if you're in the U.S., uh, happy July 4th, uh, Independence Day, I believe, tomorrow. Um, so have a good one, everybody, and I will see you later. Bye. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.